What's up? This is Jonathan Smith, your host here at Shooting the Schmidt. We have an absolutely loaded podcast for you today. Going to talk a little baking, a little cake, icing, NFL teams. It all makes sense here in a sec. Thank you for checking out the episode. Here we go. Jonathan Taylor is on the market. The Miami Dolphins have reportedly made an offer for him. Running backs, running backs, running backs. I feel like that is all we have been talking about all preseason. And throughout this, I've been using the same analogy. I find myself saying this over and over again whenever I'm talking to people casually or even on the pod or on the radio. I find myself saying this exact same thing. Running backs or icing. They are not cake. What does this mean? What is this analogy? Let's be honest here. You don't need icing to have a great cake. You don't. Okay, icing is something extra that goes on top. By itself, it's not a dessert. Okay, no one sits around with a tub of ice cream, or excuse me, with a tub of icing, just eating it with a spoon. Nobody does that. That's weird. It needs to be paired with a good cake. And NFL teams are built the exact same way. All of the positions are important, but some positions are simply more important than others. Those positions of greater importance are cake, and the positions of lesser importance are the icing. So what I've done is I've compiled my list. What makes the cake? What makes the icing? There are seven positions that make up the ingredients of the dessert, those are the cake. Five of them are on offense, two of them are on defense. And these ingredients, they aren't all made equal, but they are all required if you want to build a Super Bowl-level team. Let's start at the top with the most important ingredient. If you're going to bake a good cake in the NFL, you have to have a good quarterback. It's the most important ingredient. Everybody knows this. Everything else can be great, but if you get the quarterback wrong, you aren't going to sniff a Super Bowl. Just look at the Indianapolis Colts in 2020 and 2021 with the great offensive line and Jonathan Taylor and good wide receivers. They had everything. They had good linebackers, good defensive line. They were really good at 21 out of the 22 positions. The issue was the one position they weren't great at was quarterback. And so because of that, they lose in the wild card round in 2020. And in 2021, they don't even make the playoffs. Shout out to Carson Wentz for making that happen. The quarterback position fixes a lot of things, okay? If you have the right one, it can even make up for other areas that fall short. Take Joe Burrow on the Cincinnati Bengals uh, two years ago when they lost to the Rams in the Super Bowl. What happened? They had an awful offensive line. And Joe Burrow, in all of his greatness, was able to be really good. And it didn't matter that the offensive line was as bad as it was because Joe Burrow made up for it. That is what quarterbacks do. The quarterback is the most important ingredient when you're making cake, and it always will be. Speaking of the offensive line, that is the next ingredient when you're trying to make cake in the NFL. Okay, when we listen to offensive head coaches talk about how they want to run an offense and how they make the offense great, it all comes back to the same thing. They want to be able to both run and throw the ball effectively. 
They want to marry the run in the past, and they want the marriage to be beautiful. That is the goal of every offensive coach in the NFL. And a lot of that depends on the offensive line. Okay, When we look at the Bears and the Colts and the Panthers and the Texans from last year, those are four of the worst offensive lines in the NFL from last year. Okay, All four of those teams had losing records. The closest one to a winning record was the Panthers, who only won seven games. And all four of them fell in the bottom quarter of the league in offensive DVOA. Now, to be fair... Those teams had issues beyond the offensive line. So it's like, well, Jonathan, none of those teams really had a great quarterback. The Bears didn't have good receivers, you know, on and on and on, right? You could blame it on something else if you want. But there are teams like the Giants and the 49ers and the Lions who have average quarterbacks, the Jared Goffs and the Brock Purdy's and the Daniel Joneses of the world. They have I would call those quarterbacks average, but they had really good offensive lines. And because of that, all three of them finished top 10 in DVOA. In order to be a premier team in the NFL, in order to have a premier offense in the NFL that is consistently going to put up points, you have to have a good offensive line. Both teams that made the Super Bowl last year, the Eagles and the Chiefs, guess what they both had? Really good offensive lines. Now, the entire offensive line isn't cake. There's really only three spots I would consider ingredients to make cake. That would be both offensive tackle spots, especially the left tackle, because that obviously protects the quarterback's blind side, and the center. Jonathan, why the center? Because you need a center to help call out protection, right? The center lines up the rest of the offensive line. If you have a center who doesn't know what he's doing, then your offensive line's going to be in trouble. Okay. Now, obviously, guards, they're good to have, but you can get by with average guards. You can. Okay, if your tackles suck and your center isn't very good, then you're in real trouble. Moving on to a little bit more flashy of a position. Every offense, in order to make cake, needs an elite pass catcher. Okay, that can either be a tight end or it can be a wide receiver. Probably going to be a wide receiver. There's really only a handful of tight ends that I would put on the level of elite pass catcher, right? Travis Kelsey. George Kittle, Mark Andrews, and that's really about it. Okay, and then there's a plethora of wide receivers. So many good wide receivers in the NFL. It's nice to have two elite pass catchers, but you really only need one. We saw that with the Chiefs this last year. Okay, the one elite option opens up windows for everybody else. Okay, every one of the last five Super Bowl champions have had an elite pass catcher somewhere. 2023, the Chiefs had Travis Kelsey. 2022, the Rams had Cooper Cup. 2021, the Buccaneers had Mike Evans. 2020, the Chiefs had Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. 2019, the Patriots had Rob Gronkowski. It is absolutely important to have an elite pass catcher somewhere on your offense. Okay, For some teams, like I said, that's the tight end. For others, it's at the receiver spot. It is necessary, which is really weird because five, six, seven, eight years ago, this wouldn't have been the case. We just said that wide receivers were icing, but now I believe that it is really important to have an elite pass catcher. You need one, a guy who can beat teams over the top, a guy who, when it's third and eight, you know who you can look for to get them the football. Every single team that wants to win a Super Bowl needs a guy like that. Moving on to the defensive side of the ball, the pass rusher position. A really pass rushing presence. It's not really a position. Okay. 
This is the first cake ingredient on the defensive side of the ball. Pass rusher is the first position that comes to mind whenever we're thinking about defenses. Okay, for most teams, this pass rusher is going to be rushing off the edge, right? It's your Nick Boas's and your Von Miller's of the world. There are exceptions to this, though. There are a couple defensive tackles in the league who can get after the quarterback. It's Aaron Donald and Chris Jones. After that, Quinnen Williams of the Jets, maybe. Most defensive tackles are used to stop the run and to fill holes and to garner blocks, right? Either way, the better defenses in the NFL find a way to rush the passer with four down linemen. That's how they do it, and if you're going to rush the passer with four down linemen, you got to have at least one dominant guy who can get after the who can get after the quarterback and demand a double team. Okay, it allows for so much more flexibility on the back end of the defense, and because of that, it shrinks the windows through which quarterbacks have to throw through. Okay, the counter to every great quarterback is the ability to get pressure with four. We talk about it every single year. Okay. Oh, you guys are playing the Chiefs. What's the goal? All we want to get after him with four so we can drop seven. Of course you do. It was the same thing against Brady. It was the same thing against Peyton Manning. It was the same thing against Drew Brees. It's the same plan when you play Jared Goff. It's the same plan when you play Baker Mayfield in Tampa. The goal is to rush the passer with four and to be able to drop the other seven guys back into coverage. That's what every team wants to do, and you can only do it if you have a top Top-of-the-line pass rusher. Okay, let's look at the top five defenses in DVOA from last season. All five of them had an elite pass rusher somewhere on their front four. The 49ers had Nick Bosa. The Cowboys had Micah Parson. Uh, The Patriots have Matthew Judon, who's one of the most underrated edge rushers in the NFL. The Jets had Quinnen Williams. The Bills had Von Miller. So on and so forth. If you want to have an elite defense and you want to make cake... You got to have a guy who can get after the passer. You got to have a guy who's capable of getting 14, 15, 16 sacks in a season if if you need them to. It is an absolute requirement to have that to to be to win, to win a Super Bowl. Okay, the Chiefs, Chris Jones last year, the Eagles had so many guys who could get after the passer. Okay? It's a requirement. You have to have it. The final ingredient for cake is the cornerback position okay I don't think the cornerback position is talked about as much as it should be it's the second hardest position to play in football behind the quarterback position okay cornerbacks have to mirror wide receivers okay they have to mirror the most athletic guys on the field and if they give up even a yard of separation it's a completion it is a really hard position to play Okay, it's hard to win games if you don't have a corner who can match up with the opposition's top end receiver. Okay, teams that win Super Bowls always have at least one. Have they always have at least one corner who can cover at a high level? Okay, the Chiefs, Trent McDuffie, Trent McDuffie last year, he was a top twelve corner in the league as a rookie. The Eagles, who they played against, had Darius Slay and James Bradbury. The Rams in 2021 had Jalen Ramsey. The Buccaneers had Sean Murphy Bunting in 2020. 2019, the Patriots had Stephon Gilmore. The list goes on. It is hard to win playoff games in a passing league without a top-end corner. You must have it. You have to have it. Okay, In a league that continues to pump in these really good wide receivers and these really good tight ends, it is becoming increasingly important to have multiple guys who can cover. But you need at least one. You need at least one who can cover the best player on the other team. That's the cake. One lockdown corner, at least one pass rusher, 
an elite pass catcher, three out of your five offensive linemen, preferably the offensive tackles in the center, have to be really good in the quarterback position. That is what makes the cake. Everything else is icing. And as I said earlier, if a position is icing, it doesn't mean that it's not important. It just isn't as important as the positions that make the cake. Okay, icing positions are positions that can be helped out by the cake. The same analogy applies. If the icing is average and the cake is really good, the people tend to enjoy the dessert. Okay, they aren't, these icing positions aren't as important when it comes to winning. Okay, their position's main task can be filled or significantly helped by another, unlike the cake. Only cornerbacks can cover on the outside. Only defensive linemen can rush the passer. Only offensive linemen can protect the quarterback, so on and so forth. Only the quarterback can throw the ball, right? So everything else is icing. Let's start with linebackers, which of all the positions, I think this is the one that I'm going to get the most pushback on. Okay, when we look at the franchise tag, linebackers are paid the second most in the league on average. The only position paid higher than a linebacker is the quarterback, right? And if this is where NFL general managers like to spend their money, then why is it icing? Don't NFL general managers want to spend their money on positions that really matter? Yes, they do. Fun fact, NFL general managers can be wrong, and they're wrong here. Okay, The NFL is a passing league. It is all about the quarterback position. The goal is to limit the opposing team's quarterback. That's why you want good corners and good pass rushers. And to enhance your own quarterback, that's why you want a good offensive line and good receivers. Okay, and when it comes to limiting the opposition's quarterback, there's two ways to do it. You can have a pass rush that disrupts timing, or you can have good cornerbacks to cover the receivers so that the quarterback doesn't have anywhere to throw the ball. Linebackers are nowhere to be found in that equation. Okay, linebackers are ultimately paid to stop the run. They fill the run gaps and the run lanes, and they make tackles hopefully behind the line of scrimmage. Look, it's an important job. But if you have defensive ends who can get up the field, they can stop the run. If you have defensive tackles like Aaron Donald or Chris Jones, they can stop the run. Okay? That's what they do. If you have good safeties, then you can bring them down into the box and they can help stop the run. Look at guys like Jamal Adams. Okay, good linebackers, look, they're nice to have. I won't even lie to you. Do you guys remember that Buccaneers team that won the Super Bowl in 2020? They had great linebackers. They won the Super Bowl with those great linebackers, and people freaked out and started wanting to pay for linebackers and drafting them really high. But they aren't a requirement to have a good defense. Okay, let's look at the Chiefs and the Eagles from last year. What was the weakness of their defenses? Their linebackers. Okay, linebackers are nice to have. Okay, the 49ers love having Fred Warner. He does a lot for that defense. But they aren't required to be great. They're just nice to have. Moving on to safeties. The safety position, it's another icing spot. Okay, it is nice to have good safeties. But like linebackers, they are not required to have a great defense. Okay, safeties, they're part of the secondary. What does the secondary do? What's their primary function? Defend the pass. But if your cornerbacks are really good, safeties aren't really needed. Okay, safeties, they can help in the run game as well. They provide a lot of flexibility to a defense. But as I said with the linebackers, if the defensive line does its job, then they aren't needed to help defend the, they aren't needed as much to help defend the run. The flexibility though that safeties provide is really nice, but it's not required. 
Okay, some of the best defenses in the last few years ran really simple schemes. You guys remember the Legion of Boom in Seattle? They ran cover three. That's basically all they did. Okay, the Chargers now and the 2020 Super Bowl winning Rams ran a very basic shell coverage defense. Don't get beat deep. Okay, the flexibility that elite safeties provide is nice. Okay, you remember Tyran Matthew lining up all over the field for the Chiefs? It's really nice. Buda Baker lining up all over the field for the Cardinals? It's nice. Throws in a nice little wrinkle, but but it's not needed. It's not needed, okay? As long as your safeties don't get beat over the top, which is the most basic of basic functions of a safety, then they're fine. That's all you need them to do. And guess what? If you have really good corners, it may not even matter if they get by your safeties if your corners are running with the wide receivers. Safeties are nice to have, but they are not cake. They are icing. And finally, the running back position. Okay, the position that has been thrusted into the limelight over these past few weeks. None of the top running backs available for an extension this year have been extended. Okay, some of them have been franchise tagged, but that's really it. Running backs grow on trees. You've heard me say it before. Okay, there's a lot of them. Okay, you can go grab dudes off the street and they can play running back. Okay, the only running back that elevates a passing attack in a passing league, and that's part of why running backs are icing. This is a league about throwing the football. The only running back that truly elevates a passing attack is Christian McCaffrey. Okay, in 2019, he was the first player to have a 1,000-yard receiving season and a 1,000-yard rushing season since Marshall Falk did that in 1999. Okay, the other running backs don't stretch the field enough to make an impact in the passing game like Christian McCaffrey. Okay, this is a dude who lines up out wide, lines up in the slot, and runs legitimate routes. Okay, he doesn't just catch the ball in the flat and then scamper for four or five yards. Okay, and here's just here's the truth about the running back position. Most teams' ability to run the football is not based on their running back. It's not. It's about the offensive line. Okay, if the offensive line can consistently generate a push, then the running game is going to succeed. If the offense has the receivers to throw it over the top and the other and the opposition can't bring a safety down into the box, that makes it easier to run the football. Simple as that. Okay, like let's look at Jonathan Taylor, a guy who's currently on the trading block because he wants to be. Guess what? His best year was the year when the Colts offensive line performed the best. The Colts offensive line was bad last year, and he wasn't very good. That's simply how it works. It's about the offensive line, not the running back, and that is why they are icing. Okay, running backs, they're really nice to have, but they are not required. Okay, eating a can of icing by itself is weird. Okay, cake without icing, though, perfectly fine. Okay, warm bread, that's basically all it is at that point. Running backs, I know you want to get paid. I know you think it's unfair, but you were not required to win. And in in a salary cap league, a hard cap, GMs and NFL owners and teams, they have to figure out where they want to spend their money, and they have to spend it on the ingredients that actually make the cake, not just the stuff that makes it look pretty. Sorry, that's just how it is. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of Shooting the Schmidt. I hope you enjoyed it. It's a long monologue. I need some water after all that. But I hope you enjoyed it. 
I'll be back again on Tuesday with another episode for y'all. College football, not far away. I'm oh, I'm so ready for it. It's almost here. I can't wait. Cannot wait to get into all that. NFL season right around the corner as well. Thank you again for listening, and I'll talk to y'all again on Tuesday. Tuesday.